You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello, we're back. We're here. The Peterson, Ethan the Peterson, sorry. and the co-host. Yep, we're back with the podcast. We're excited. It's been a while. It's it been has over a week. Yeah, we didn't record for one day. Yeah, we usually record on Wednesday, and so much has been happening this week. We've had so many like things come up that it's Friday now, and we're recording. We've never done it for Friday. Recording, editing, and publishing tonight. Yep. Boom. Let's go. Getting it all done. But we got a great episode for you today. Oh yeah, a lot to cover. A lot's yeah. been going on in the world. Our weeks. The world. I think we can make this episode like three hours if we really wanted to. Yeah. It could be long. We could. There's like people who cover this topic and they do a whole hour and a half show just the topic. I mostly just meant like the first two things we were talking about. Oh, the but. first two. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could make each thing yeah. a very long show. A very long show. But we're not going to do it. We're going to try not to do that. I think last week, if you were listening, we talked about how this week we're going to do paradoxes in the yeah. Bible. That's we, changed. You messed up. We um, realized there was a more urgent mm-hmm. opportunity that we want to talk about that's more culturally relevant towards yep. the time of month it is. I think we had figured out before that podcast that we were going to talk about this, um, but we just forgot on the podcast I said we were going to talk about paradoxes, which we're going to talk about. But yeah, we're going to do that next, next week. week. Yeah. So stay tuned. The paradoxes are still coming. They're going to be lit. It's, be it's Yeah, it's fun. There's a lot to cover in those two. But yeah, we got a good... We got a whole show today. We got like a it's a like full a, show. It's a full show. Yeah, whole pack stuff. Yep. Um, we're excited. It's Friday afternoon. We've had some great dinner. We've had a great week. A little sleepy. Very sleepy. Ready for the weekend. Oh yeah. Except tomorrow I'm working, so <laughs> I'm ready for four o'clock Saturday when I'm not working. <laughs> I'm ready for. Not um, well, let's tell me about your week. What's going on? How has it been good? Just a busy week. It's like halfway through the DTS now, and so we're just figuring out stuff about outreach. Um, Shout out, Lindsay, having me with outreach, all that kind of stuff. She's great. Um, Shout out to our listeners in Malaysia. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, Lindsay messaged us today and was kind of upset we didn't give a shout out to Malaysia. Sorry. We see you. We see you. You're awesome. You're doing great stuff. Doing business. Yep. She's a missionary, if you guys don't know, which you, you don't know. She's not a missionary. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I'm doing good though. My week's going really well. I haven't gotten. I've done an experiment this week where I've gotten seven hours of sleep every day instead of the nine I usually get. Yes. So and I've been doing well. I've definitely been more tired, but mostly just in the morning. Um, so I think I can operate off of seven every week. You can. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying Let's it. Let's try six. And if it's bad, I'll stop. But. So far, seven's been great, and I've been able to like hang out with students more, mm-hmm. and like hang out with myself more, and do all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I might keep doing seven hours a night. We'll seven's see. great. I think I feel so much better, obviously, with nine. But I'm absolutely like I'm probably at like ninety five percent at at seven. So see, we'll see what happens. But I think emotionally you're happier because you get more time socially and by yourself. Yeah, it's possible. See, it's this is possible. this has been a long time coming. From, I feel like I'm winning a victory. No, here. bro, but because I we talked like to you last year. What's that? You like like four hours? I can do four. It's not ideal. If I can, if it's like four hours um, over the course, like if it's like a few times a week, and it's only that, it's not every day. I can do it. Uh-huh. I don't love it. Last time I experiment. Yeah. For I don't know if you guys 
I don't know if we covered this when we talked about healthy sleep the first episode, but Derry and I have gotten in extensive conversations over how much sleep we think we need to operate. And ever since I met Derry, I've told him you don't need nine to ten hours. You need like oh, you six and eight, a half. You eight, need six nine. and a half to seven, and you're good. And yeah. Anyways, um, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I just realized our it doesn't matter something with the editing. Uh, let's see what happened this week. It's Friday. We had our SOME students learn about cross cultural evangelism and church planning. Oh, nice. Who's teaching so, that would be June Camacho, the man himself, has 20 years of experience of church planning and nice. cross-cultural evangelism in India. Shout out June. Yeah, and he's just an amazing guy. He's one of my, like, probably one of my biggest inspirations in the world. Really? Because the dude does he all do the accounting. Anything. He does all the accounting. He'll do, like, fixing cars, and then when he's tired, he goes fishing at night. Yep. And does night fishing. And he can play the guitar and, like, basically make a leaf into a harmonica. Yep, it's crazy. Dude's insane. He do anything. And I was like, you are like that guy who just, I don't know when you sleep. Yep. You just don't stop going. It's weird. He's great. It's amazing. He also has a family. Yeah, he also has a whole family he takes care of. <laughs> the dude's unstoppable. Yep. So we had him come in and teach. And then we're doing a lot of fundraising for outreach and stuff like that. It's exciting. Students getting their money in. Seeing God move. Today I had a really good experience during evangelism. So yeah. we go out and talk about Jesus with random people three times a week for about two hours each yeah. time and today the first person I talked to was the only person I talked to for the whole like hour and a half whoa that's cool and it was amazing like we like talked and I shared what I thought and he shared what he thought and we became like pretty good friends and I was like what are you doing right now he's like um nothing I was like you want to go to coffee and he's like sure so we just went to morning glass shout out to morning glass Mano Valley's best coffee cool and we just hung out it was a good time and I know the Reese's now there because I go there enough that they recognize me. Cool. And it's like just getting out and knowing the community and sharing Jesus with them is like super fun. Cool. That's awesome. So hopefully he'll come to church on Sunday. Good conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a creator too. He's an artist. So we were talking about how we both like doing what we do for a creative outlet. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we have to do it for ourselves. Like you have to be doing what you're doing and creating what you're doing only because you enjoy it. And it's like for us, it's also spiritual purposes, like bringing right. clarity in people's minds about spiritual right. topics. But it's also a creative outlet for the purpose of just having that creative outlet that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And if we do it for the purpose of finding success, then we're going to like change our content, you know, mm-hmm. inadvertently to get people's attention. Right. And how, and we're talking about how when you're just original and doing it for you, like more people are apt to listen. Yeah. That's cool. Speaking of artists, you want to jump into our first oh, topic? Yes, the greatest artist of our time. Not true, but... The absolute greatest future president of our time. Mm. The guy leading the charge of all things culturally relevant. That's, that's probably facts. The anointed one. And anointed one. No, no, no. Beyonce herself. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Kanye West. We talked about him before. We talked about him, I think, four, three or four weeks ago. like our first episode. Yeah, about how this dude is, like, saying he's a Christian now or whatnot. Yeah, going and, crazy. And now his album dropped last night. Yeah, we said we were waiting for it. We said we, were, we weren't sure if he was legit, because a whole bunch of people say they're Christians and they just continue living the same lifestyle. But we're waiting for the album to see if he had really changed. And it dropped. I think it's actually really good that we did wait to record on Friday night, because now we can talk about it. Yeah. But man, man... I haven't listened to the whole album, 
I've listened to probably half of it, but man, I gotta say, like the other Christian rappers I listen to, I haven't heard something this authentic in a long time from Christian rap. You know who you are, Christian rappers. Yep, you're listening to this podcast. You know, you know, you know who you are. Step up your game. Yeah, the lyrics in this, in like these songs, were so freaking good. Yeah, they were and great. They were gospel filled. That's exactly what I like. It was skillful. There's like freaking Bible in every line. It's yeah, amazing. literally, he quotes the Bible. That's what it's I like missed. John eight thirty three. Yeah. Abraham's kids. That's what I missed something. from like Christian rap for so long because they just changed it to all be about mental health, which is cool. Like, which there's is, some it's great necessary songs. And it's good. Yeah, but like, I want I don't want every song to be about that. Like, I love some of the old classic stuff that's about Jesus. Yeah, man. I want personally, I want to have entertainment that is glorifying to God and doesn't sacrifice skill or talent. Yep. And I think it's impossible for Kanye to sacrifice talent. Nope. The dude bleeds talent. Yep. The dude sweats talent. I would drink his sweat to have talent. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sound a little idolization or culty. I don't actually care about Kanye and that. Re- like, I'm not a huge fan of Kanye. I just think it's, I think it's hilarious and funny. He is I th- funny. I think everything he does is just so, in the past it's been so extreme. Yeah. And I just thought it's hilarious. I thought it was really interesting on the song that's my favorite song on the album so far. I've only listened to it like one and a half times, but a song called uh, Hold On or something like that. Uh, yes, Hold, hold On. Um, and he's talking about how like Christians are going to be the first ones to judge him on like mm. him changing and like becoming a Christian and like making Christian music now. And it was yeah. like how he was like reaching out for help but like they're all judging him and stuff like that. And like he was saying like what have Christians done for the culture lately and like I'm trying, oh, to, shoot. I'm really? trying to do this for like the culture and for Christians and like for God. And he's like I'm not trying to sell you like Jesus, like fake Jesus but I'm trying to sell you Jesus, you know. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens if he continues. Yeah, right. And so let's talk about that, right? Like, I like the album so far from what I've heard. It's not bad. It's not like I don't listen to it and think, "Wow, this is lame," and I don't listen to it and think this is heretical so far. Right. Um, I also haven't done like a deep dive in the. Yeah, I want to. I want to spend a lot more time listening to it before I formulate my final opinion. But let's just talk about the people's reaction to it. That's more of like, I think that's something that's huge right now. Like. And very interesting, the people's reaction to Kanye supposedly becoming Christian. So far, the people's reaction I know of is yours and mine. So, well, I think people are being more extreme and more aggressive. So, and I watched an interview, the first part of the interview with Kanye's um, pastor. Oh, I got yeah. twenty minutes in because I had to go and do stuff. But he was talking about how they sat for three hours and discussed the gospel and sanctification. Wow. And how to be Christian. And Kanye basically was like, yo, why are you telling me how to be a Christian? I told you I got radically saved five weeks ago. I want to know about how to go more. Wow. And, like, it was totally, like, authentically, like, wanting to know how to follow Jesus. That's cool. And so that part was, like, really cool. I watched his testimony. It was really cool. Wow. I've heard part of – so he does these Sunday churches. He, go, he calls them, like, all over the world. He'll take, like, a 600-person choir. Uh-huh. He'll set up in, like, a big auditorium somewhere and just have a free concert in a way. And just huh. invite. It's like everyone. It's just free. Like people just show up. My friend went to one in Detroit, and a couple of my friends did. And I guess like the pastor. Like I listened to the, one of the pastor's messages, and he was talking about how God is holy and we're not, and God is higher than us, and His ways are not our ways. And it was totally like biblically, doctrinally sound. Yeah. And it was super amazing. Cool. And so personally, like right off the bat, knowing all that, I'm super excited for it. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that we have to wait to see. You know, like the next album he puts out. What's it going to be about? Yeah. You know, how is he going to live his life? 
handling criticism or how, what, what's his lifestyle going to look like moving forward. Right, right, right. It's going to be very interesting to see what the progression of it all is and how, especially how people react to the album. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Should be interesting. And I've had conversations with people, <clears throat> excuse me, since um, like earlier today, and people are like, I was like, you listen to it? Yeah, but that's what they said. They're like, yeah, but what about last year? Like, he just put out this song about, like, bleaching, you know, and then yeah. doing all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, but, like, are we really going to do that to him, though? Like, you wouldn't tell any new convert, oh, we'll see, because last week you got drunk and had sex with someone you weren't married to. Like, you wouldn't bring up someone's past sin if they're a new convert to anyone you meet on the street. That's true. So why are we going to, why are we doing this to Kanye? That's true. I'm just kind of, a, I'm kind of upset. I feel like some people do it for the publicity, though, so it's kind of fair. Yeah, they definitely historically have done it for publicity, but that doesn't mean we should just be so quick to discredit him. Yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens. I'm extremely hopeful. Me too. Kanye Especially because of this album, I'm, I'm very hopeful. I would say I'd be a little surprised if he did go back. Yeah. Yeah, this is, his album so far seems very good. And also, guys, you better be nice to him because he's going to be our next president. You remember back in 2016, he was at his concert, he said, I will run for he's not, president he's not even in 2020. Running. He's not running, and like they're doing all the debates already. Bro, he's going to come out He's gonna come out the very last minute. <laughs> he's going to be like, hey, I'm running. That someone someone just elect him as vice president just for fun. I will vote for him. Just for fun, because I think the political system's a scam. Um, and I'm more of a conspirator. So I'm just going just gonna to vote for him for fun. Interesting. Don't hold me to that, because I might change my opinion. <laughs> but I might be lying. I'm definitely lying. <laughs> I might accidentally lie saying that, because I might change my mind in the next year. <laughs> I'm telling you, so it's not a lie. Yeah. So. Wow. There we go. It was a good, it was definitely a good album. I enjoyed it. I thought there were some songs that could have been better, but I definitely very much enjoyed like the lyrics on most of the songs. I don't really know a lot of the features. What I want to see is if he ever like partners with Chance the Rapper or like yes. different Christian rappers that are actually no good. Deal. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that, but he definitely could. He should. He definitely could. I would like to see him with Andy, words played, uh, propaganda, and no big deal. I can see him doing stuff with like Lecrae or um, Andy, but I don't. I don't know if he'd do stuff with the smaller guys yet. Yeah, I don't know. I think Prop and him would just align so well. Me too. Flow so good. Me too. I just don't know if he listens to like propaganda. Like propaganda is pretty. Niche. We'll tell him. We'll call. We'll call him up. Like, hey, brother, because you're a brother now. Yep. Come, come do music with Prop because we have him on speed dial. Yeah, that would be really cool. We don't actually. I said uh, when he became a Christian, I was like, hey, Kanye was a brother, and now he's a brother. He's my brother and a brother. I don't know if that's going to offend people. I don't really care. It'll be fine. That's not offensive. What's up, my brother? And then now he's like, hello, brother. Have you been bathed in the blood? (laughs) Have you been washed in the blood, brother? And that's why people think Christianity is a cult, because we have sayings like that. Yep. (laughs) Brother, have you been washed in the blood? What? I'm sorry, what? I don't know what to talk to. Everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I'm gonna leave now. Um, that sounds demonic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's the blood of Jesus. Christianese is a funny thing. We should have you partaken Christ- in the beautiful joys of God's bosom yet? <laughs> have you reclined on the lap of our Father? Oh heaven, my brother? gosh! You know that one song that says, "I want to lay back against you and hear your heartbeat." Yeah, I love that. Song. The lyrics the are more, like, "The more I seek you." Yeah, yeah. It's really good song. I love it too, but I've never actually stopped and listened to the, like looked at the lyrics and thought to myself from a non-Christian perspective how weird that would sound. 
I was but, talking to someone about it, and we we're just like analyzing. It's like, wait, this is actually pretty weird lingo. It's definitely a very intimate. So <laughs> I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup from your hand. Yeah. Lay back against you and breathe. It's very intimate for sure. Yeah, it's good. It's a good picture of how it's a great it should song. be. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, yeah, already talking about Christian lingo. What we call uh, what do we call it? Christianese. 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 Yep. Man, let's talk about that for a little bit. I speak Christianese fluently. You do? I should say I'm bilingual. <laughs> say up by like Christianese that's like what off the top of your head because we didn't plan this what do you think is the most commonly used Christianese out there oh I don't know right you can think about you can talk about it all the time but then you actually like it depends like what situation you're in because we don't me and you in why we have repentance or we something. say repent yeah we don't say have you been washed in the blood that's that is I never say that we have never physically yeah. never said that I've literally never said that I physically never unironically said that <laughs> Not Imagine just doing evangelism and walking up to someone being like, Brother, have you been washed in the blood? Excuse me, sir. Have you been bathed in the blood of baby Jesus? Would <laughs> what? You, no, you gotta ask <laughs> You're him. You're killing babies? Would you like to be bathed in the blood is what you gotta ask them. <laughs> There's a pot of tomato soup behind you. Uh, <laughs> um, I had a good experience the other day. I was at the University of Hawaii and we were telling people about Jesus. And I walked in, and we were at the Earth Science Building because mm-hmm. I really wanted to talk to people about flat Earth. Nice. Kind of just to mess with them and see what they thought and see if they knew that that was a thing that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I walked up to this group of kids, and I say kids because now we're both older than college students, which is really weird. Yep. Um, but I was like, hey, excuse me, are you guys part of the Earth and Ocean Science Tech class or college? And they're yeah. like, no, are you looking for it? And I was like, no, I'm just looking for people to talk about flat Earth with. And this guy <laughs> immediately perked up and he's like, dude. That is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Go to Waikiki. You can see it. You can see a curve. So far. And I was like, no, you can't, dude. You can't see Waikiki curve. You can't. And he's like, no, you can't. And he's like, you ever watch a boat go over the horizon? I was like, no. He's like, okay, dude. It dips. Watch it. He's like, go do it. And he's like so excited to talk about it. <laughs> Went from there. Because my plan was if I get them to admit that they make that they believe Earth is spherical mm. because there's so much evidence to prove that it's spherical mm. i was gonna say yeah and there's so much evidence to prove that a god exists and he cares about you and i was gonna like go we'll talk about it forever yeah i was gonna do that but then we started but we ended up going to the gospel different route and this guy was just like he's like hey man you want to talk about spirituality bro smoke me up <laughs> he was just like the funniest smoke guy me up. that's great but we he's smoke like up, he's like he's like my thing is like how do we know any of us are real He's like, how do I know you're real? How do I know I'm real? You don't. I was like, then why are you at college? Why are you doing homework right now? It doesn't matter. You don't actually believe that. And then he's like, huh. Kind of like stopped and he's like, yep. But he was just like the funniest kid. Like, I would probably categorize him as agnostic. I think that's what he said he was. Mm-hmm. But he was just like so open for anything. It was so It's fun. so easy to take people to the end of their logical conclusions of their worldviews. It's so easy. And it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like Rick Thompson says, like you take them there and you kind of dangle them over the edge of like what they believe, <laughs> like the cliff there. And there's like, oh man, like I didn't realize like this was the, the logical end of what I believe. Yeah, Rick Thompson is one of our speakers here at YWAM. And yeah. he talks about biblical worldview versus Eastern worldview. Really smart cool. guy. Yeah. But love him. Yeah, I think <laughs> I love him. <laughs> we should have had him on for a little bit. That would have been weird. What? I don't know. I just thought that would have been good. Do you think he's ever been on a radio show? We could be the first to I bet he has. He's had to have. Yeah. He's been in the... He's been a pastor for a long time. That's true. We got Steve Gray next week. love radio shows. Next week, we've got see if Steve Gray wants to. No. He has his own radio show. That's weird. He'd be way too good at it. Steve Gray, talk about anything. We'll just, just go. Here. We'll be here. You you just talk. <laughs> you do our show for <laughs> us. <laughs> Steve Gray, what do you think about Kanye? 
He'll be like, who? Is that, is that a student here? <laughs> we wait. Oh, yeah, that was the guy on the lunch line, right? Kanye, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's Keanu. Oh! oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> that's funny. So great. Here we go, planning our show on the show again. <laughs> again? Yep. Wow. All right. Let's move on to the next yeah. topic. All right, we're going to talk about... Kanye. Oh, we didn't, we didn't. And we're Quebec. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't plan who's going to do that transition. Go for it. We're going to talk about Canada. Canada. Talking about some Canadians <laughs> and your election and what just happened in your country. Canadians. Because I don't think anybody in America knew, honestly. I still don't know who won. Because I think I know who won. Really? I tried finding out on Google, and I don't know how Canadian politics work. It was a big deal. I don't know a lot, but I know a little bit. And yeah. there's a lot of Canadians here, and they weren't vocal about it at all. So I didn't really know. Right. Actually, I heard, like, they were like, one Canadian I know was, like, trying to not get into the discussion. And I was confused. I was like, yeah, that's very strange. Why are you... Are they watching? Are they listening to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they paying you? Are, they, are you okay? Are you a spy? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know if we just don't care or if it's just not like televised or out there in media a lot. Because nobody knew. They didn't even know the election was going on. I didn't know the election was going on until like five days before we got elected. Me neither. I had no idea. Does anyone really care about Canada though? Maybe like... We have a lot of Canadians. I think them. the only people who, like in the world, besides Canadians, I think the only people who actually care about Canada... Is Great Britain because they're still under the figurehead of the Queen, and people in the Middle East because they're allowed to go there and they have a travel ban to the United States. Right. That's about it. The Middle Eastern people and Canadians are the only people I hear that say they love Canada. Canada's pretty cool, but I went there. Don't know anything about it. Was not impressed. Sorry. But all the Canadian, like I, we have a lot of Canadian best friends. Yeah, and right. listeners. So stop offending. Yeah. Them. Well, uh, guys, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Y- you know you're like. Come on. You're like, you're like our cousin that wants to be like us. You're the fifty-first state. All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's be real, Canada. It's okay. You guys had Tim Hortons going for you, and then an American company bought that too. Uh oh. So. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna talk about your election, and we're gonna definitely screw it up a lot. So oh yeah. Prepare to be very angry <laughs> the whole time. They're Canadians. Can, they're liberals. They're always angry. I can just imagine like <laughs> someone who's Canadian just like. I can feel the tension <laughs> coming from my I can just listen. see whoever's listening to this is from Canada just like kicking things, like punching things right now. So we so like, they completely explain it wrong. One of our Canadian listeners said, I literally listen every week. I'm sorry. It's like it's like if we started explaining Star Wars, but it was just all Star Trek. <laughs> it was all the Star Trek names. And someone who loves Star Wars is like just beating like the wall. Like, like, my like, favorite part. That's not what it is. My favorite part of Lord of the Rings is when Aslan just takes down the queen <laughs> and it's <laughs> all those statues then, come back to life. It's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part of Star Wars is when Frodo casts the ring into the fire. Yeah, we do. <laughs> this is what we're about to do to your yeah, yeah. to your politics. So bear with us. We know uh, enough to Almost get ourselves nothing. in trouble. Yes. I think that's my favorite saying. Like Knowing enough to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. I know a lot about, or I know enough about a lot of things to get myself in trouble. Yep. Like flat Earth, I get an argument with that and get myself in trouble. Get in trouble. Uh, Canada. Yep. Um, Enneagram. All that stuff. Anyways, let's get to it. All right. So what happened? Did I think I think Trudeau got elected? Yep, he got reelected. But didn't they? I read Trudeau's something that they, But I read something that they lost like twenty seats though. Like it's part. Well, of let's first let's talk about Trudeau. I don't even know what that means. Go buy more. <laughs> you some more money. Go buy more seats. <laughs> you lost them. 
don't know if you like misplaced him. Like you just have the van didn't like like pull up and bring him <laughs> or something like that. Tired, it got lost on the way. <laughs> we have the same expression though, so that's awkward. Yeah, no. Anyways, um, do you want to talk about like the seats and all that, like technical stuff first, or no, like how know, we got elected? I don't know nothing about the seats. Is it like House of Representatives type stuff? No, it's, it's well, it's kind of like ours. So. There are some places in the world that I can't remember right now. Uh, oh, Israel, where and other places, but where you, if you don't form a majority government, you don't actually be get to like get in power, right? So, man, if this is wrong, I'm so sorry, people from Israel. But I'm pretty sure this is how Israel does it. <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Imagine, imagine, just to be really simply, like there's only two parties. Imagine. Okay. I think there's usually like four or five, yeah. but imagine there's just two. Um, and say in Israel, like. You get elected president by like popular vote, but you don't have full control of the government. So there's more seats on one side. So say just there's just 100 seats, and you have 49 of them, and then like the, the liberals have or Republicans or whatever you want to call them have 51 of them. You don't actually get to like become president or prime minister or whatever you want to call it of Israel until you have a majority. So you how it usually would work is say there's three and not two, right? And in yeah. your which is usually how it is, like three to five. Um, say like you're conservative and you won like 30 seats, right? And the liberals won 40 seats, right? And then there's 30 more. They go to like two other small parties. You have to convince the small parties to like be on your side and vote with you, or else you don't get to be president or prime minister or something like that, right? Does that make mm -hmm. sense? I think so, so yeah. that's how Israel works. Canada works similarly to that, in where Trudeau can still be president or still be prime minister okay. of Canada. But he still needs those seats to be, get anything done, or else nothing's going to get done. Right? right. So basically, he has to act like he likes people from Quebec now, so that they'll vote with him. Because there's like uh, a, a Quebec okay. party who won 34 seats or something like that, and so he has to like get them like to vote with him, which they probably will, because he's liberal and they're also a liberal party, I believe. Yeah. And so he just probably has to like be nice to them and tell them they'll vote their way on some certain things and they'll vote with him so he can get stuff passed. Otherwise, it'll just be a stalemate the, all of his like term and he'll be able to get nothing done, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, because I just read something that said Trudeau wins narrow victory to form minority government. So, like, he had to go to yeah. the smaller parties. So, you know, he has a minority government, which is just the conservatives. Or, sorry, the, yeah, no. Not the conservatives, sorry. Like liberals, that. yeah. But he has to. He doesn't have to form a majority government, but to get anything done, he does. So he has yeah. to, yeah, cater to the minorities. Oh, okay. So he's kind of like they'll just tell him what to do, basically. Then he'll he'll just have to be their puppet for a little bit. I a guess, little bit, yeah. In a way, yeah. It's interesting. I'm just surprised he got elected yet. Yeah. Well, you see that's all the stuff that like, came out about him. Um, I don't know, but I, I heard he's dressed up. As like done like basically the equivalent of a blackface. No, yeah, he twice. did do blackface twice. Yeah, that's great. That's so bad. Yeah, he also did a lot of other super racist stuff when dressing up. Okay, how come no? I know like Trump is in America, Dude, Trudeau's in Canada. But okay, guys, real quick, Trudeau actually did racist things, and no one's talking about it. It's pretty crazy. Don't are you it. kidding me? Absolutely no. Bro, cares. this dude is racist, and you're gonna be and just because he lets you do what you want and kill babies, you like him. <laughs> Unreal. It's crazy. Unreal. 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 Ed Base Master. Unreal. Shout out. Unreal. Not on your worst. Not on your worst day, pal. <laughs> so it's crazy. I'm so surprised that like he got elected. I feel like if if any candidate in America went through like a scandal like that, no way they're getting elected. No, There's Trump's no probably not gonna get elected. Again. He's 
not gonna, people just don't like what he does in the past. Yeah, it's very strange. Do you think he's gonna get elected again? No. Trump? No. You, what if he? But if he runs for the Republican Party, you don't think he's gonna? I mean, he'll be the front runner because he's the president. Because right. that, that always happens. But I don't think he'll get elected. I feel I like there's too many people who like wouldn't vote for him again. But I, I think know, he'd do dude. a great job. I don't know. I think he would like do a good job again. I think we still. I think he's still gonna do it. All well, of course, he's still gonna run. All the people who still love him. <laughs> I mean, there's tons of people who voted for him that aren't old. I know. If he was running and like another Democrat was running, I'd vote for him. Yeah. I mean, that depends about Democrat. I guess. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, of course I vote for him hundred out of hundred times. Hillary Clinton. Man, if you don't know that she's a criminal, <laughs> you're blind. Hillary. Hillary. Um, if we go missing after this podcast, <laughs> you know what happened. If it shows that we were in a car accident or we killed ourselves, <laughs> we did not. Nope. We should probably post somewhere with Epstein. Case. In case. <laughs> Epstein. Epstein is that what it says? Yep. Because oh. he, yeah, she definitely killed him too. Yeah. Awkward. So we should post on social media how we're calling her out. Yeah, in case you don't can actually post this and people will hear our, our cry for help right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, we're home. Excuse me. We're home. I just had a voice crack. I haven't had voice cracks in a couple weeks and they're just coming back recently and I'm not happy about it. I'm sorry. I don't know why. But anyways, if we go on our outreach and something terrible happens overseas, you know who it was. You know who it was, yeah. She did Benghazi. She's doing this too. She did a lot of other stuff too. Yeah. It's weird. Every time someone goes to testify, they end up in a car accident or overdosing or something. It's, it's so blatant, too. Like, literally in trials, and someone, like, the witness, the only witness dies. And you're like, oh, probably just an accident. Yeah, like, and then the media brushes it under the covers. Like, she's probably got control in the media, too. Oh, of course. Oh, man. Lizard people are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know just enough about that conspiracy to get myself in trouble. They're so scary. Oh, man. There's a legit conspiracy that lizard people live under the earth, and they shapeshift into humans, and whatnot. I don't know how you define legit conspiracy. Like it's, enough, it's definitely a conspiracy. Like, enough people believe it where it's like, why do enough, this many people believe this? <laughs> how do this many people believe this? Where are the pictures I'm missing here? Is there yeah. a video? I'm confused. It's like basically all of Alex Jones's followers. I wonder if you could <laughs> like YouTube like video of lizard people and get some cool videos that actually come out. I wonder if you could. Yeah, I bet you but could. there's there's people who okay. We so bad. It's like people. some like ten year old kid with a lizard mouse is like running through the woods. There's people who say that they were high up in government or like these situ like these companies that dealt with aliens and they like seen behind the scenes that they was gone underground and seen these like aliens so called. And now they somehow escaped and talk about it. But I feel like if that was legit, you would not be alive to talk about it. Also, like a lot of our furries. Furries? Yeah. Like the, like, like the little toys? Tend to be animals. Oh, those people. Yeah. I don't know how much of the human race we can trust when it yeah. comes to seeing lizards underground. Now, here's the thing. It sounds like you did some mushrooms. If there was legit lizards underground. We'd be dead. I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> Just how I feel about flat earth. If earth is flat, I'm not going to be upset. Because my mission still remains the same. To preach the gospel and save the lost. Even to lizards. Even to lizard people. <laughs> no, if it is, though, I'm just like, oh, well, that happened. I know Because I think when it comes to the universe, there's so much I don't know. And there's so much I can't prove that I'm just not going to discredit something just because it doesn't make sense. I'll be very slow to admit that it would happen. Like, flat earth, I don't think it's flat. But if it was, I'm not going to be upset. 
I'm very indifferent. It's not. I think it's a waste of my time to talk about it. It's not, though. Like, flat earth, or not flat earth, like lizard people. It's a waste of my time to talk about it. Absolutely. There's more important things. That's why I've talked about it for the last five minutes. <laughs> so back to Canada. Anyways, Canada. Trudeau is your prime minister again. Sorry. I don't think... And now half the happy. country wants to leave. Yep. I don't know anything about that. I just heard it if they were wanting to secede. Yeah, no, it's like all, basically the western provinces just want to dip, and they're like, we're tired of you people in the east. So I'm looking at a map right now, and I think it's Manitoba and everyone to the left of them. So like Alberta and, is it, no, Nova Scotia's east. What's uh, west, the very far I west? I literally no idea. Oh, my students from there. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. With Vancouver. Nova Scotia was east. I mean, it was uh, west. Is it? No, Nova Scotia's where Lindsay's from. Yeah, that's, no. that's far east. Okay. And, and Esther. Um, anyways, yeah, so half the, so this happened, and now I guess the west side, like Manitoba and over to the west, is more, mostly conservative, and then everyone to the east of Manitoba is more liberal. Is that like Toronto area? It's like yeah, that? Toronto, Quebec, okay. all that stuff. They're all... Quebec. Quebec. Um, they, um, they're more liberal, so I guess the western Canada is like, yo, we're going to leave. Like, we don't need you. And they don't. They really, they really can survive on their own. They have like the oil. They have the farms. They got like everything you need to survive. Wow. And they have coastal lands. They can still do trading. They're definitely not going to do that, though. Oh no, they're not gonna. But if they did, it'd be insane. It'd be crazy. Could you imagine that? So many places have threatened to do that. Texas, California. Texas tried it once. Didn't work out for them. It's crazy. I wonder what the process like that is. You, you file paperwork and you apply. I think you just say, you know what, we're done, and then you start a civil war. <laughs> That's you know what, we're done. We're tired. We're setting up a border. Yeah, and then it's like, what are you doing? Oh, we're leaving you. It's kind of like, I guess if you were like a married couple, you just, one day you come home and your spouse had put your king-size bed and got two twin-size beds and <laughs> put you on the other side of the room and you're like, what's going on? We still live here, but we're not. Because you're still in the same land. You just have a divide, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, I just, I moved you over there. I don't want to hit part. <laughs> like, what? You can't do that. Interesting. And then a civil war happens. So, if there was a civil war, and they did separate, do you think America would accept them as more states? Possibly. I don't know if they'd want that, though. I think it'd be, wouldn't it be bad for our economy, though, because they have all, they have a bunch of oil. Yeah, it would probably be great, but I don't know if they'd want, like, our laws. And Well, maybe, I don't know. If they're the more conservatives, which basically Canadian conservatives are, like, American Bro, we'd have a land bridge, then, to... Uh, to our brothers and sisters in Alaska. Yeah, road trip through Ooh, the tundra. That that'd be cool. No one wants to go to. Wow, that'd actually be dope. You guys should definitely secede now. Guys, come I join America. Like idea a lot we now. have Trump on speed dial, as every American does. So we'll just call him and tell him to give you this offer. I was uh, uh, I was listening to the the JRE podcast and. He was talking about how Trump wanted to buy Greenland, and I had no idea Trump wanted to buy Greenland. Really? Yeah, but it was actually a really good idea because. He was talking about how, like, when the when the Earth like super warms up, if that ever happens, right, um, in a long time, and like all of this is just unbearably hot, uh, like Greenland up there is huge, yeah. and it's cold. It's gonna be real nice there now. Yeah. It's gonna be lots of beach and really cool. True. So that would be. Mm, he was gonna cool. buy it. Like, yeah, he's gonna buy out it. of his own pocket. They were really mad. <laughs> like, <all of> <laughs> like, you can't buy us. <laughs> it's just. I mean, we did that with all Western United States. Yeah, but we're that's like, a little different. We're going to buy you guys. No, you're not. You're not. Or we're going to kill you. Okay, buy okay. us. <laughs> and then we get a dollar fifty. Yeah. Frick, dude. Greenland? I'm just looking at the map right now. I'm thinking of half of Canada being 
the same color as the United States on the map, and then Greenland. America would become like this insanely big, even more of a superpower than we already are. That'd be crazy. I wouldn't mind. It'd be weird. We have a bunch of people who speak strange. Yeah. What's the language in Greenland? No, I meant for. Canada. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the language in Greenland. I have literally no idea about Greenland. I know nothing about it. I know it's not actually green. No. It's I, actually all ice. Maybe it is. Okay. Like I've heard of that. Like who knows? Iceland is apparently really nice and green, and Greenland's apparently terribly confusing. Nice. They they speak Greenlandic. Huh? It's a lame language. I wonder if it sounds green. It's just all about recycling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Solar panels everywhere. Renewable energy. They have all like the wind turbines and stuff like that. The whole country is just fields with like the giant propellers out in the fields. Oh my it's God. the whole country. Yo, okay, honestly, I saw those things. Here's the thing though. Those things take electricity to move. They're all over California. I know, and they're all over like, when, we, when I drove from Michigan to California, we were like in Canada, they're everywhere, and I was just like, wait a second. They definitely work. Yeah, but like, it, like the wind doesn't move them that much. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I looked know. it up, and it takes electricity to run them. Like I'm pretty sure they're not as efficient as we think they are. Just like solar panels. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think they're a good idea. They're cool to look at. Yeah. They're definitely cool like at. something to look at when you're driving. Yeah, you're just like wow. That's why they're there actually. Look, my biggest fans. <laughs> and he just make that joke. My biggest fans. I love them. Yeah, they, but yeah, I saw them all over California. I'm trying to think exactly where. It doesn't matter. All over. Anyways. 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 Canada. We love you. If you want to have half your nation, the cool ones, the smart ones. Yep. Okay, that makes me sound like I'm telling liberals are lame and dumb. You're not lame and dumb, probably. I just don't agree with you politically. Yep, you're definitely smart. You're still, you still have value as a human being. But if you, those of you who want to leave Canada want to join the United States, I for one and for that. Me too. You can get freedom of speech. That's yeah. good, right? You won't be fined for accidentally using the wrong, I mean, right pronoun. Yep. <laughs> It'd be great. And then Greenland, please just let us buy you, okay? Come on. Come on, Greenland. Let's, let's, let's go. go. Come on, Greenland. Come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> you don't got much going for you. You got maybe one city. Could you imagine if you just, like, lived on some island somewhere, like some pretty big island, and then, like, some other country's like, eh, I'm thinking about buying Greenland. And you're like, you're thinking about it. <laughs> You haven't asked me at all. What do you mean? I live here. This is my home. Yeah, but I was thinking about it. I was thinking about buying you guys. But it's not working. Wait, we can't just buy us. Because <laughs> so then funny. we would surround Canada. Because we'd have the western side, Whoa. and then we'd have like Greenland on the other side. Whoa. And then it basically now like, you're thinking like risk. And here. now I'm thinking like, hey, Canada. So either you can let us buy you, <laughs> so. or we can go to war. So. And your army's called the Peacemakers. <laughs> I don't think you guys are gonna last long. So, so what's what's happening? It'd just be like we all line up on the border of all the borders, <laughs> and like two generals would come together and be like, "So, so what's happening? So, is this?" And then we go down to Mexico, and we're like, "Mexico, let's be real. We love you. We're sorry. Let's make amends. Let's buy you too." <laughs> what? And then we don't it's need to own It's world dominant. And then we look at Russia and say, "You come messed on, up. Come on. Now you're gonna lose. China, <laughs> you're you're a child now." We used to the East and the Middle East, like a little glance, like, come on, guys, guys you know what's happening. Come, come on. on, come on. We've basically been controlling you the last 10 years anyways. <laughs> come on. Go on. And then, see, That's a terrible idea. Yeah, I'm thinking of world domination, and this is a Christian podcast. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, world domination for Christ. Dominionism. Future topic. 
Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think we talked about that last week too. Yeah, you even mentioned it before. I should get Bethel on my side, and then I'll get all the Christians on my side, and world domination can happen. Whoa, there you go. And then Ethan accidentally starts a cult. Wow. Or takes Purposely over. Starts takes a cult. over. Takes over. No, one. they're not a cult. You don't think so? No. Me neither. Yeah. Accidentally quote. Accidentally <laughs> takes it over. Purposely starts a cult. <laughs> Accidentally, purposely starts to go. And then all the small, all the small countries in Asia need help anyway. So you just say, guys, yeah, help them out. Guys, guys come on, come on. just go. Come, come on, on, guys. Come on, look out. That's how Alexander the Great actually did it. I'm pretty sure is that when he would take over a nation, he'd walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm taking you over, and I'm gonna let you keep living the life you have lived." But then normally, like, I'm not gonna stop the way you live or operate. I just want your army. And then they'd say, "Yeah, okay, sure." Because then there's not, like, they still have, they change their currency and stuff, probably their flags too, but the laws are still in place. Like, nothing changes other than their titles. Huh. And then he would just go, just, like, country to country, taking over. Interesting. Like that. I knew that. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. I actually know nothing. That's all I know about Alexander he's the Great. He's probably a terrible person. He's called Alexander the Great. Yeah, he's gotta be terrible. He's probably awesome. He's probably really, really bad. He's probably, like, your best friend. From what I've learned from most of history <laughs> is anybody that has a name is probably bad. Attila the Hun. Bad. Part bad. Attila. Is that partly that, bad? That, no, that name, like, you know he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Attila, Attila the Hun. You heard Attila the Hun, you're like, hmm. hmm. He sounds dangerous. Mm. He was a warlord for sure. Yeah. Mongols were insane. Mon- like, just the name Mongol. Like, I'm a, I'm a Attila the Hun the Mongol. What is that even, bro? What? You definitely killed me. Bro, you're not, from, you're not from this world, bro. <laughs> and, like, Mongolians are, I'm, from what I know, they're huge. Like, hello, my name is Attila the Mongol. I'm a world eater, and I'm here to destroy your world. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he sounds pretty serious. That's China literally built a great wall because of him. Yep, crazy, insane. I wonder how big Mongolia got at its, at its greatest. I have no idea. Me neither. There's a lot of those countries that I want to go to, like I think it's like Kajikistan or something like that. Like all those obscure countries mm-hmm. that no one talks. About. I want to go there so bad. Yeah. Do you think it's hard? Yeah. Why? I don't know. We're Americans. Oh, I just bumped the table so hard. Whatever. That's embarrassing. There, but we're Americans. It's not hard to get most places. Middle East is tricky. It's not. Well, I'm thinking Southeast Asia. It's pretty easy. Where's it hard to get? Besides China and the Middle East and Russia. Thailand. Actually, if I was just like a little island, I'd be like, no way, no one's coming here. I'm not letting you guys in. I'm like, yes. Well, yeah, you I'm not, try to come. I'm not going to a little island, though. I'll throw my spears at you. <laughs> That's what happened. I know. Um, there's that one island off of India. Yeah. Uh, but like. I'm thinking like Europe, you can pretty much get wherever you want. Right. Thailand, Cambodia, and Philippines, I think are visas on arrival. Australia is pretty cool with us. Most places, for sure. Yeah. Most of the cool places. But like little small places, I don't know about. Yeah. And it's in the Middle East, so it's kind of tricky. Yeah. I think it's probably all mountains, and you wouldn't really want to go there. Yeah. But darn it, I do. Yep. Alrighty. Let's get to it. Alright, we're about to offend a lot of you, so get prepared. I don't know what I think about this topic still. Really? I have not made up my mind. I want to keep my opinion because I want to keep my opinion. Okay. And I just think, be prepared to have your views challenged, and don't turn us off just because we get angry. Hear us out. This is, this. I'm not going to tell you my view yet, because we're still surprised what the topic is. I guess it's not a surprise, because you knew it from the title of that. Just for fun. We're not going to tell you yet. Yeah. And I will say I have, in like two weeks, I have radically changed my mind and then changed my mind again. And then now I'm indifferent and I don't know what I think yet. Interesting. So I will decide at the end of this podcast. All right. 
I think I, I'm narrowing towards something, but I'm not sure yet. That's good. Yeah, I think I know where I where I stand. I think I know why I, I know where I stand, and I'm ready to defend my position. I'm not gonna attack your position. Good, because I will be offended. And okay. Just kidding. Would you like to introduce our topic of the day? Yes. This topic during Spooktober is about mongooses. Are they squirrels or are they ferrets? Or are they even, do they exist? Yeah, they do. They're all over our base. <laughs> no, those are squirrels, dude. I'm telling you. They're mongooses, dude. <laughs> They're everywhere. Mongooses are strictly a, a, a vehicle used to transport Master Chief to his desired location <laughs> only. I had a mongoose bike. It was just the brand mongoose. They don't exist. They definitely exist. No, I thought, yeah, we got those mongooses. They're like, <laughs> they're like stretch squirrels. Yes. Like we took a squirrel and just pulled it. Yep. It's like if a squirrel partially went through a black hole. It's got stuck a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, we're not talking about mongooses today. <laughs> we're talking about Halloween. Yep. Okay, so bum, this, bum, bum. yeah, it's timely because it's next Friday, I think? I don't know. Nope, 31st. it's Thursday. The 31st is a Thursday. I don't know. Um, I will put money on that. I'll put I exactly. don't know when it is. I'm just checking. I have to know if I'm right. I don't keep track of the Yes, yeah, so next Thursday, the 31st. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's coming up, and the question is basically like, a lot. It's always a question every year. Every year. Social groups. You see a lot of videos on YouTube about People get it. Very offended. Yeah, there's a lot of opinions about it, and basically, it's like, should Christians celebrate Halloween? Is the question. Yeah. And then a lot of people immediately want to say yes, we can, and they get like, I was text, I was texting someone about it. Don't we have freedom in Christ? I can do whatever I want. No, really, they're like, I said like, oh, I don't think that Christians should celebrate. Spoiler. That's my opinion. And then they went like, oh, so I'm saying, but I was like, yo, I never said any, like. I was like, they like just assumed my stance and then replied to it without me saying anything. I was like, hey man, I didn't say hey man, but I was like, hey, if you want to know, just listen to the show when it comes out. So if said person is listening to the show, this is here we go. Here we go. You wow. said I should be a rapper. You should be a rapper. You just rap what? You just like rhyme many times. Really? If they listen to the show, then here we go. Hey, you know all I do, bro. Straight out Detroit, ain't nothing, ain't nothing about a thing. You should talk to us about it. What do you think about Halloween? Well, here's the thing, right? Before we get into where, why I believe what I believe, I think we need to analyze and talk about the origins of Halloween. Okay. And whatnot from there. So, okay. do you know about that? Yeah, I know a little bit. You might know more than me, but I know like it came from a lot of different places. I know. Um, a lot of people don't know exactly how it originated, but um, they think it started um, as like Hallow's Eve, which was like the celebration of the dead, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it didn't start there. It became that when like Christians kind of took over. Um, but it's kind of started with the Celts, um, and it was like a festival day called uh, the Celts. Is it Celts? I, I don't think know. I always heard it's Celts. Oh yeah, the Celts then. Um, people always, or they had a holiday at the end of, like, a season where farmers and so like that would come together, and it was supposed to be the time when, like, the reality between death and life was blurred or something like that, and a lot of, like, random spiritual things would happen, mm-hmm. and the holiday was called uh, Sam, Samhain. So, yeah, it says, it looks like Samhain, but it says it's pronounced, um, Samhain. 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 Yeah, so, so when Interesting. Well, yeah, so there was this festival, and, like, they would sacrifice animals and their crops sometimes, mm-hmm. and just, like, fruits and stuff like that, um, 
to the gods of their time, and it was just said like a lot of spiritual stuff would happen, like dead people would appear and give them secrets about the future, and yeah. just like a lot of really weird stuff would happen on that day. So it was a day where like demons and angels and all this kind of stuff would interact with human beings, yeah. um, and it like blurred the lines of reality of like the physical and spiritual realms, which is strange. Um, and that's like what the Celts had it as, um, and then like Christians took over that area sort of, and they they obviously didn't like that too much. So they renamed it Howl's Eve, and it was a day to remember the dead, and they would yeah. remember like saints and people who had died for the faith and stuff like that. So it's still like a day of remembering the dead, but it was a little bit different. Um, and then I know there's a lot other like a lot of other history like in America, it wasn't like we didn't bring Halloween over here. It wasn't a tradition we celebrated, but. A lot of it was brought over by immigrants in the 1800s, like uh, Ireland and Scotland, I think. Mm -hmm. They had a tradition of Halloween, and uh, they brought it over a little bit. And then it was influenced by a lot of different places, like um, I think Africans brought over like voodoo, mm -hmm. and uh, witchcraft was brought over by Germans, and just different stuff like that, like uh, invested in it. Also, Wales invested in it a little bit with some like mysticism practices and stuff like that. Um, so I just think a lot of different cultures came to America and influenced like this day they all sort of had a day about the dead and like these different witchcrafty kind of things and they all yeah. just kind of put it into one day that's sort of my understanding of it and like how it got to happen I don't know exactly like the timeline or anything like that right but no matter what I don't think people dispute that it was like a pagan holiday originally yeah I don't think that's a, a disputable fact yeah so everything you said pretty accurate um originally like the early completely wrong everything you said was absolutely wrong. you just wasted so many minutes no, um, yeah, so it's like originally like called like you said Samhain, and yeah, they did a lot of sacrifices. They believe so they celebrate it as sounds like a, a Sith apprentice Samhain. See, it already sounds it's crazy. Um, so they they believe that October thirty first was the transitioning day, or they recognize it as the transitioning day between the summer and then the fall going into the winter, wherever they die. die. So that's why, they, and then they also believe that. Like you said, the realities or the, the, the realms between the natural and the spiritual would, like, blur those lines, mm -hmm. right? And then... So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so they believe that would happen, and then they could interact with the spiritual. So okay. um, they believe you could talk to ghosts or, like, the dead relatives would come visit their families. Goofy. And stuff like what? Goofy. Goofy? Like... That's Goofy. Oh, I thought it meant, like, Mickey Mouse. No. I was like, is there a movie I missed? No. Like, a show? That's Goofy. Yeah, just all that stuff. So... Then trick-or-treating started because... Oh, I know that too. I researched that. Do it. You want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. Okay, so... <laughs> I forget who it was, um, but I'm poor pretty kids. sure it was, like, some, yeah, immigrant kids, like, some poor kids that were uh, Irish or Scottish or something like that. They would literally do a thing where they would, like, steal people's fences and, like, just steal their random stuff and, like, play, play like, pranks on them. Um, and eventually, like, people were pretty pissed that they'd freaking do that. Because you want just freaking kids stealing your gates and your doors and so my god, it's kind of annoying. And so, so like, freaking kids running around stealing my gates, stealing my door. They're like, they're going to think we're the ghost. We can steal. And so they would wear masks so people didn't know who they were. So that's where, like, dressing up kind of came from. Oh, okay. Um, and they would just go steal people's stuff. And, like, it was funny, apparently, because it was on this one day where they'd go do it. And they were like, oh, it's so funny. But any other day of the week, any other day of the week, it's a crime. But, like, like this age is completely fine. So, I've never heard that part. And so, it's not over. Okay. And so, apparently, these hoodlums are like, everybody's laughing at them. They're like, oh, this is so much fun. Like, kids are stealing our stuff. Haha, <laughs> so funny. And then the kids are like, screw you guys. 
we're gonna we're gonna freaking bribe you and like we're not gonna give you your stuff back unless you give us stuff. Like you gotta give us a treat. Like you gotta give us candy and so we got for us to give you your door back. And they're like, oh, that's hilarious. We'll give you like some candy. And so they were just bribing these people, like stealing their stuff and being like, give us candy or we're not giving you your, your stuff back. And like it was literally like just bribery. They'd prank these people and they would uh, like ask for ransom for their stuff back. And so that's wow. where like trick or treat came from. Where oh, okay, I like it. give us a trick yeah. or give us a treat or we're gonna like play a prank on you basically and steal your stuff until you like give us candy. And so that's kind of how it became a thing. And people would they would walk up like walk up people and ask for like just blatantly ask like hey we stole your stuff like give us candy and just knock on the door with these masks on so they wouldn't know who they were. And so that's where it kind of came from. People would okay. go, like, knock on their door with masks or like costumes on and they ask for candy. Yeah, that makes sense with the name trick or treat. Um, what I found was a little bit different. Uh -huh. So it dates back to like England before it came to America, and it was like <clears throat> excuse me, this practice with like also all soul. It says like All Souls Day and soul cakes. Oh, so yeah. basically, like they would get the treats because these poor kids would go around because that what they believed about Halloween was that these spirits would come to their houses and try to enter their houses or whatnot, mm. and so they would like leave food out to appease these spirits to not come into their huh. house. So this, these kids, these poor kids, wanted to eat. So they started going around knocking on doors and saying, like, hey, if you give us, like, rice cakes, we will pray the, the demons away. We'll pray the Whoa. ghost away. Interesting. So people were like, okay, yeah, do it. Like, I want you to do that. So they would just get these rice cakes, and then they'd pray against the against the demons and huh. stuff. And it was a way for, like, poor kids to get stuff. So that's how I heard about it. But that sounds really – that's probably also – They're true. probably both accurate, yeah. honestly. There's got to be probably more than one oh, yeah. explanation. So interesting. Yeah, this says the tradition of dressing in costume for Halloween has both European and Celtic roots. Hundred years ago, the winter was an uncertain and frightening time. Food supplies often ran low, and for the many people afraid of the dark, the short days of winter were full of constant worry. So maybe people like dressed up the as the ghost is to worship the devil. Yeah. I think. Well, I think it's what it was. Is like they wanted to dress up like the ghost to make to make the ghost happy. Hmm. And to like that's what I would assume would be like the mindset. You know, like hmm. oh, if we honor them, maybe they will not torment us. Interesting. You know. Yeah. But whatever it is, it's not. It is definitely one hundred percent not disputable that it has superstitious slash ghost slash witchcraft roots. Hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. You don't have to look hard to do that, and if you deny that, you're either really misinformed somehow, or you're just a liar, or you're purposely not wanting to go there because you like Halloween and you want to keep doing it. Bro, Halloween is made by the churches so they can get more kids to come to our church. Oh. That's why they always have the cars outside. With the addiction of sugar. Oh, yeah. Oh. Gluttony. That's how you do it. I love Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Dang. Materialism and gluttony. That's the best church growth strategy. Yeah. I mean, that's how I... Why did you not talk about that this week? I don't know. He just talks about praying and, and evangelizing and, and teaching the Bible. That's dumb. What is that? That's not how you do it. Oh, my church. gosh. No, you got to get that's the five you like to leave your church. Yeah. Talking about repentance? Are you kidding me? No, give me yeah, flashy lights and fog candy. machines. Yeah, uh, I don't want to know where I, I want to feel. I don't want to be confused. I want to not know whether I'm in a vaping competition or a worship <laughs> service. Okay, so that's how I can be at your church. That's how I feel about church. Just saying, I go to church and I vape. They People like it, can't tell church. because there's already so much smoke. There's so much smoke. <laughs> but it's, I just gotta don't vape. Anyways, I just don't want to. I have no views on it. I just, think it's, I just don't. Back from the jokes. Yeah, okay. So seriously, should Christians do this? It's a little, I don't know. It's a little weird. What do you believe? What do I believe about it? What do you think about Christians? I don't know. I feel like there's, there's questions we have to answer to like get to that place of like, should we 
Or should we not celebrate yeah. it? Yeah, yeah okay. Mean? Yeah, so let us hear them. Um, Do you have, I'm assuming well, you have them written down. No, not really. I, I mean, I have <laughs> I have some questions written down, but I think I'm just going to like think through it a little bit. Like, yeah. obviously it has, so it has like demonic and pagan, like witchcrafty, Beginnings, right? Yeah. Not good. It's about like the fear of the dead. Yeah, much less like to appease the yeah. spirits. I guess like early Christians tried to make it about the saints and stuff like that, but that's not what originally. Well, is. actually, it wasn't early Christians. It was the Pope. Oh, right, 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 right. The and, Catholic Church. Yeah, and are we really going to take spiritual advice from the Catholic Church? That's true. If there's any Catholics listening, I'm sorry. Your history is just not great. Very checkered. Not my great. Not, yeah, not great. Anyways, <laughs> we can talk about Catholicism later. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so obviously not great beginnings for Halloween. Um, it kind of became like a commercialized kind of thing where it just became about materialism, candy, and like selling it, and then like scary costumes, and kind of started to be more about fear and dressing up and movies and stuff like that, and became much more popular. And now it's just been all out. Like everybody goes out and has fun and like parties on that day, and there's Halloween parties everywhere. Everybody dresses up in some benign, some like scary costumes. Um, mostly about candy, but it's mostly like a glorification of fear and death, sort of. And witchcraft. And witchcraft, yeah. But it's very, like, people don't take it seriously, so a lot of people argue, like, it's not actually about that, so is it actually, like, glorifying that if we don't really think, like, that's not what we're doing, but that's kind of what we're doing in our action. It's very interesting to, to think about. Um, you know, we have freedom in Christ, right? Yeah. So we're not bound by, like, traditions and, like, all those kinds of things. He came and uh, fulfilled the law. Yeah. So... With that in mind, that it's a pagan holiday and that Jesus came and fulfilled the law, do you think like you're supporting Satanists if you celebrate this holiday? Like, I don't know, I don't know if we're actually like praising. We're not like praising Satan. I don't think if we're supporting him. Are we normalizing it? You know, what are we doing? Like, how dangerous is it to support this holiday? You know what I mean? Are we? What is it saying to kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you think? I believe Christians overall should not practice or celebrate Halloween even if you're just doing the trunk or treating. Okay. Because like churches shouldn't have like events. Yeah, no, like they should they should do evangelism. Hand out tracts during the parades. Hand like talk to them about why they're glorifying the dead and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Like if that would be amazing to do. So the first reason I think that mm-hmm. is because the Bible calls us to be separate from the world and not part of the world. Mm-hmm. And so with that I think sometimes we try to do things the world does and try to show them, like, hey, we're hip, we can do this too. Mm-hmm. And try to relate to them in that aspect. And I don't know if that's always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Second, because the practices of Halloween originated as ways to worship spirits or appease spirits, yeah, I think we shouldn't do that because it is very clear in the Bible that God says, do not worship... And not, Worshiping God, you're not trying to worship God. He's like, right. don't do the pagan practices. Right. And he's like, don't try to worship me the way the pagans worship me. Right. And I don't. The Bible is very clear about witchcraft. Yeah. It's not something it's like, you don't yeah, you so play around like, with. You don't mess with witchcraft. And I think, like Halloween is a celebration of witchcraft. When you have little kids running around in witch costumes and like all this stuff. And I know that's like extreme to say. People are like, well, what about like watching movies and like well, watching witchcraft movies and stuff like that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Watch Harry Potter. I don't. Oh, I do. Not because I necessarily think it's demonic, and I want. I don't think it's sin. I just well, one my one reason is because I've heard it's not as good as Lord of the Rings, so I want to waste time. (laughs) Um, But so you haven't seen it? No, I haven't. I just don't want. I I also just don't care. I don't. There's not a bone in me that like 
desires to watch. And I just, okay. I see these kids with wands, and I'm like, why would I want to watch kids run around? Anyways, and then people are like, well, what about Lord of the Rings magic? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. That's very fair. Like, Lord of the Rings has magic and some yeah. witchcraft, and why can I justify that and not celebrate Halloween? Yeah. I think it depends on yeah. if the movie is celebrating that thing or if it's just like part of the universe. And it's, yeah, because usually witchcraft is always shown as bad. And yeah, usually and it's like, movies. and the author was a Christian using Lord of the Rings to demonstrate biblical attributes. Yeah, so, so it's showing like light and darkness kind of thing. Yeah, it's bad. But like with Halloween, it's a celebration of evil. Yeah, and it's like. I don't see how you can ever find any biblical backing. Like, you can tell me, and this is the thing, like, people, and I say people, but I mean mostly Christians because these are the people I have conversations with. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell a non-Christian to not celebrate it because they're not a Christian, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I talk to people about this, and it's emotionally triggering, and then they just get mad at me and tell me, we're free in Christ, we can do this, yada, 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 yada. And then it's like, but they don't give me any biblical verse or yeah. any Bible verse. Well, that's how I feel inside when I study. I'm like, I want my candy, dude. I want, I want to dress up and have fun. Like, you're hey, taking away my fun. I know, bro. but here's the thing. I thought about this today because I just – I saw my friends dress up, her and her husband dress up as Spider-Man for Halloween, like their Halloween party. And they're not cheesy Halloween costumes. Like, these are, like, legit – like, they paid money for these, like – they look really good Spider-Man costumes. And I was yeah. like, man, I want to go to the costume party and dress up like that. Yeah. But here's the thing. We're adults. We can buy candy and celebrate and have a costume party just because we can. Do you think? Like, we don't need to, like, have it on the 31st. We can do it in July if we want it. So here's a good, a good question, I guess. Do you think the holiday can be redeemed in any way? So we're not talking about just doing it on a different day. Do you think it can be redeemed? I would say no. on the day. The I would 31st. say no. first. So you no. think it's always, no matter what, like, not good to celebrate Halloween on the 31st? Yes. Okay. So there's nothing you can do, like, have you can do some kind of, like, I mean, you can do nothing. To celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, going to a church or something like that and, like, having a fun festival with churchy things and, like, having it be Bible themed and stuff like that right. on the same no. day. Okay, yeah. Uh, I would, what I, I would think do, I would agree. What I would do. What if you have it like a couple days before or after? Well, that's the thing, right? Because I know, you're like, it's you're still, still about trying, that. You're still trying to do the thing yeah. without doing well, the doing thing. The thing yeah. And I'm like, bro, just don't have anything to do with the thing because it's like the thing is about Satan. It's about, and that's what I believe. It's about witchcraft. It's about evil. And you're trying to do the thing without actually doing the thing. And it's like, okay, you're trying. We see, we see through it. I would say have a worship service on that on the thirty first, worshiping God, yeah, praying against evil in your city. Because I and like a hundred percent, there's no war for that. Yeah, and there's like okay, so I don't know a lot about witchcraft, but I know people who listen to a lot of podcasts from people who used to be witches and became Christians. They talk about it. Uh-huh. Like apparently on Halloween, like witch like there's legit witches and warlocks in the world that really do worship demons they're and they channel fake. and they they're do curses. Fakers. What's that? Yeah, they're not fake or just yeah. There's not. We can, we should do a show on witchcraft. We gotta get. We should do a lot of research, but we should do a show on that. Yeah. But it's like witchcraft exists, and people actually put curses on people. Crazy. Yeah, and you can actually physically hurt people doing that. Yep, it's in the Bible, people. Yeah, and like there's a part in the Old Testament where it talks about how Israel went to go to war with this nation, and then this nation, like the king, ended up like sacrificing his son to their god, and then Israel fled in terror because like they were like worshiping their gods, and I guess they went without the permission of Yahweh mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and I, I can find the verse later. But it was insane. It's like the enemy is doing a lot of spiritual warfare on Halloween. So Christians should rise up and do just as much, but not celebrate. Like go to war, like war, like have a worship service, proclaiming God's victory in your city, mm-hmm. and like just go and like 
I think you would have an amazing mm-hmm. ministry. And then do evangelism. That'd be amazing. What do you think is far enough away from Halloween to celebrate, like, uh, like have a party, like a costume party sort of thing? To have it not be about Halloween. Oh! Like, you... Because I know a ton of churches that will have, like, a couple of days before, the night before, the youth group before, something like that. They'll, like, right. like say Halloween's... It's not a Thursday this year, but say your youth group's on a Tuesday, like... We'll have a Tuesday like Harvest Festival or something like the that. The Harvest, yeah, yeah, Harvest Festival stuff. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. It's Halloween. You're just trying to get away with it. Uh, like, are you saying like for the for the student? So things? yeah, just for like having a fun party where you dress up yeah, and like, that, candy and stuff like that. Okay, How far away from Halloween do you got to have it for it to not be about Halloween? I don't know, a different you, month. You could yeah, probably a different month. You could probably do it in, like September, and then you could have like so like November first. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> no. So, like, you start at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> we have a lock in, but we're going to start the costume party at 12. At 12, yeah. After Halloween. We're not celebrating Halloween or, or anything like that. It's just a fun party. So, at 12, it's in, it's in November. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe like two weeks either or at, before or after. I don't know. I'm just trying to. That's like a. I don't. There's no actual way to gauge that. Right. I would right. say, like, if you wanted. If a youth ministry wanted to celebrate, like, have a costume party and have, like, a costume contest, they could do like, Have a lock in and be like. And hey, like we're gonna have a costume party. They come dressed up, and like yeah. people were like, kids love that. Like, yeah, I want to go to. I want to plan a costume party in like April, just yeah. because we're adults and we can do things yeah. like that. I feel so bad though, because I. And I want an excuse to buy a, a suit. Like growing up, I had so much fun at like Halloween parties and stuff like that, and I wasn't. I didn't think I was worshiping anything bad. And now, right. now looking back, I'm like, wow, like some of that was probably not great. But right. at the same time, like mostly it was at youth groups. I just felt like it was fun. I had a really fun time. We all dressed up. We had a lot of fun. It was yeah. mostly about like Star Wars. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun. You know, I got a lot of candy. I like candy. Yeah. It was it just seemed like a good time. And I it's gonna break my heart if I have kids and they're like, Dad, like all my friends get to celebrate this holiday, but like I just like sit inside and like you say, oh, yeah, all your friends are going to hell too. You better <laughs> tell them about Jesus. Oh my God. Just kidding. No, but like, if all our church friends, like, they went to youth group on like Thursday and like they're having this awesome party and like I can't go because it's about like celebrating Halloween, I feel like that's like so sad. But I I totally agree with you logically, like, that it's not good. But I want my kid to get that because that's going to be so hard for them to get. I guess there's ways I can show them. Yeah. It should be pretty brutal. Yeah. And so the way you solve that is you start your own church, become the pastor, and then don't allow that. Oh, and then true. you have the worship service. That's true. I mean, that's a lot of work just to, to do. You gotta be started like a whole church. For all the moms to <laughs> be super mad at you. Yeah, they can find another church then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but then, because the thing is, like, right, if you're really, like upset about a topic and you can't provide biblical reasoning for doing it, and then you're gonna do it anyways, it's, I question, like, okay, are you idolizing it then? That's true. Like, that's the biggest question, like, whether well, or not I, it's wrong. Like, God. Yeah, like, are you, like, if you're not willing to give this up because it might be wrong, you might be committing idolatry, and in which case you should anyways. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, I think the whole thing, it's like... That it, might be. Yeah, you should. You should yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if you should. Or no, I, I do know. I believe you shouldn't. I think yeah, I think it would work as a big evangelistic tool, too. People are like, why don't you do that? But, oh, well, we believe this about God, mm-hmm. and we don't want to do that. And if you're really a youth ministry that wants to do that, just have a lock-in sometime. Like, yeah. You can do that. Like you, There's yeah. no reason you can't. There's, you think, there's ways to do it. Do you think all fear? Um, no, I know that. Oh, that's another. Wait, real quick. Can I get on a soapbox? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's another thing, right? Like, the whole thing's about fear, and the yeah. Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. So if and if God is love and He casts out fear, 
why would you subject yourself to celebrate something that is amplifying fear? Yeah. You're going in stark contrast against the nature and character of God. Yeah. And that is not wise. Whether or not it's sin, it's not wise. Yeah. So my question was going to be, why do we love fear so much? Like, I don't know, between the ages of like... I don't. Between okay. like 16 to 21 or something like that, horror movies were my favorite genre. And still, like, I don't watch horror movies anymore. But, like, thrillers are my favorite genre now. I just love, like, the suspense and, right. like, okay, the mystery. But for thrillers, it's more like the suspense and history yeah. of fear. Yeah. But, like, horror movies is absolutely the fear. But there's something so, like, exhilarating and, like, fun about that fear. And what is it about that? I think it's the same way with just, like, people who love adrenaline and, like, the rush and stuff like that. What is it about fear that, like, makes them so excited and so, like, entrancing, I guess? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have horror nights at, like, Universal Studios and... All that other like amusement parks, Six Flags, so yeah, like, Cedar Park does it. I'm sure um, there's Halloween weekends. Yeah, like they have all these things where people go dress up and scare you, and like everybody loves it and pays so much money for it. I've been to them lots of times, and uh, I had a lot of fun at all the ones I've been to. Don't get me wrong, I've never not had a good time on Halloween. This is the first Halloween I won't be celebrating it. I've had a great time really? every Halloween. I want you to know, I hate being afraid. Really? I don't like. I didn't, the only reason I watched horror movies when I was like a teenager is because my girlfriend that I was dating wanted to. Hmm. And then I when I was just like, I didn't find it scary. Like, I saw Mama. Do you remember that movie, Mama? Yeah, yeah. I was laughing at them. I was like, this what? is Dude, not that was scary. It was not scary. Dude, the freaking ghost movie. woman went down and only her hair was on the floor moving around. And I was like, she looks like a dirty mop. Like, this is not. I knew that was a super scary part. Like, Sinister? Is it, is it called Sinister? Oh my gosh, it's a super. That's like the scary. It's not scary. Movie. Wait, wait, is that the one with the guy that looks like Darth Maul? Yeah. Yeah, the dude's. Like, my friend and I, like, five minutes in when, like, the little boy was up in the attic and made noise, my friend and I made a joke that, oh, shoot, he saw a giant spider. And so then the evil, the whole movie for us is just the giant spider. We saw Darth Maul, and we were cracking up, and I was like, this is not entertaining. Like, this is, one, it's poorly made, like, production-wise. Yeah. Two, like, I just, I don't like being afraid. Like, I've never enjoyed, I went to a scary maze one time, and I thought, this is a terrifying thing. Like, why would I, like, this is, I hate it. I don't want to be afraid. This is not fun for me. Huh. And I don't like horror movies anyways now because for the same reason I think you shouldn't let fear in your life because it's an mm. avenue of Satan. Yeah, I totally agree. But I think it's because of our sin nature of rebellion mm-hmm. to God's commands that we probably are drawn to fear. Mm-hmm. Because if fear, you know, is almost like, – would you say fear is the antithesis or the opposite yeah. of love? Yes, yes. Okay, so if our – perfectly correct. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm accurate. Yeah. If our fleshly nature is in – Stark contrast and against God and rebelling against God, it would make sense the natural thing to go to is fear. Yeah. Right? So it might be just like if you love fear, it might be your flesh crying out to glorify fear over God. Mm-hmm. And that's the concerning thing to realize. You need to probably get yourself under control and practice the fruit of the spirit of self control and not give in to fear. Yeah. You know? And when it comes to. So the horror movies I did like was Paranormal Activity because that stuff deals more with legitimate demonic possibility. And like. That stuff is where I'm like, I'm very weirdly intrigued about demonic paranormal activities. Like, in real life. Like, I've seen stuff in my real life. Right, me too. And I'm always just like, I want to, like, I would stay up all night talking to someone about, like, these experiences and stuff like that. One, because I thought, I think it helps educate us on the spiritual so mm-hmm. we can know how to use our authority. Mm-hmm. But two, like, recognizing that I don't, there's something weird inside of the likes to talk about that stuff. And maybe it's not godly. Right, but like, yeah, I would stay. Up, I could stay up all night talking about like weird things that have happened, like yeah. sleep paralysis. Like we talked about sleep paralysis earlier, you know? right, right? Not in the show, but in our lives, right? And it's like we can have a whole episode about this. Yeah. Oh, we should, dude. Oh man, we will. 
Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. It's definitely like a topic people like talking about. But I think I always thought people liked talking about that because they like to be afraid. And like it's just exhilarating to feel that like out of control kind of fear. Oh, I hate it. And so <laughs> I always associated it with this feeling because this is the closest feeling I've had to the feeling of liking fear is the feeling of like being out of control when you're like an adrenaline junkie, you know, you're jumping off something high, or oh. you're like skating really fast or driving really fast or just doing something like that, you know? Yeah. That's the closest feeling I have to it where you're almost out of control, but you're somewhat controlling the situation, but it's like so exhilarating that it's really fun. And that's like kind of the same yeah. feeling I would get when I watch a horror movie or something. It's like, whoa, I'm out of control and this is scary and unknown and like I feel fear right now, but yeah. it's so like exhilarating and like adrenaline filled as I'm yeah. watching. I, don't, I'm, I know I'm gonna get scared, but once the jump scare, once it's gonna happen and like it's so interesting. Um, I don't know why, I didn't think it was like an evil reason I liked it. Definitely I think it is a little bit, yeah. but I always associated it with like the feeling of adrenaline. Maybe. For me, I don't like, yeah, I guess adrenaline, or, or adrenaline. adrenaline. Some adrenaline. Today, Junior. For adrenaline, for me, I don't know. I What? You said day drinker? I said today, Junior. Day drinker. Day drinker. One time my sister called me an alcoholic because I poured a little bit of tequila in a pop that I was drinking when I was packing to come to Hawaii. And I was like, Lissa. It's I'm 11 fine. in the morning, I'm fine. Okay. I'm, fine. I'm not getting drunk, it's okay. Uh, well, when the apostles were filled with the Holy Spirit, it was 9 in the morning. It's 11 right now, it's fine. <laughs> they weren't drunk. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe for you it is. For me, I hate being scared. Like, like if you said, hey, Ethan, do you, do you like adrenaline stuff, like going really fast? And like, yeah, I love it. Like, I used to longboard, I would try to bomb hills, I get up to like, I had a speedometer on my phone, I would try to see how fast I'd go, like, Interesting. but I bailed at like 20 miles, to, close to 22 miles an Pretty hour. fast. I did it twice, and then I was like, you know what, I'm done. You but then I think I, I think I get my adrenaline now, or I feel I get that like part of my body or my, my uh -huh. desire like filled with traveling the world. Like huh. for me, like knowing that I'm traveling the world, like I don't have to like. I guess I did like longboard and like bomb hills and go as fast as possible because I was bored and I wanted some excitement with my life. Yeah. Because I grew up in a small. Well, I didn't grow up. I grew up in Detroit, which that was exciting because I couldn't go out at night. I was always <laughs> worried about being in a fight. I was like, someone could break in. Like I was yeah. always like high level. Like maybe that's why I don't like it because I grew up in that idea of like huh. maybe not on fear but on edge, and I just yeah. So maybe that's why horror movies don't affect me too much because it's just I had to deal with real life threats or mm -hmm. like possibilities, but. Then I moved to a small town that has nothing going on, so then I had to create some excitement for my life. That's why I started really liking adrenaline. That's why I started being more athletic in sports. Is like I started like applying more to, to create excitement in my life, but now I have excitement because I will like we go to like the beach sometimes and play in waves that can like thrash you around real hard or like I just, right. I, I like, yeah the life I had like snorkeling and there's like huge waves and you could hit coral. Like now yeah. I'm like. I have that part of creating excitement satisfied in the season I'm in. Right. And, like, we're going to Cambodia for a little bit. Well, a lot of it. But, like, now that I'm, my life provides more excitement than a small town in Michigan does, yeah. I guess I don't need to create that. But I've never once enjoyed being scared. Huh. Like, maybe when we play sardines and I was in a church and, like, I knew my friends were trying to, like, jump on and scare me. And, like, I knew around the corner they could be there. Yeah. Like, that was always, like, maybe where I got that adrenaline fix. You know what sardines is? Yeah, yeah, so those who don't know, it's like hide-and-seek, but except one person hides, and then everyone looks for them. We play in the dark in churches, and I don't know why, but churches at nighttime with all the lights off are scary. It's crazy. It's anywhere really weird. at nighttime with all the lights off is scary. No, just churches, bro. Like, my house, I can walk, I'll walk around base anywhere on this on this property. Well, yeah, it's at nice. night, it's fine. Or, like, the creek house. It's because there's so many people here. 
Yeah, but even then, I would be more. But if I, as soon as I'm in a church and the lights are off and it's nighttime, no I'm like, one's there. yo, it's weird. Like, I don't, it's some weird, it's weird. Thing. Yeah. Like, and we would like scare each other. That that would be fine. It was like fun. But I never wanted to go to horror movies. People jump out and scare me here sometimes, and I hate it. Like, I'm actually like, I hate the feeling of being scared. That's true. That's true. Maybe because it makes me feel weak. But it's like, yeah, like people jump like, bro, like, like my anxiety spikes and I just want to punch people like, like immediately. I see you do that. It's so funny. Oh, it's the worst. And then people like other people are like, ah, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, no, like now I'm mad. I'm like, I don't like you anymore. Now I'm embarrassed because I just like overreact in front of a large group of people because my adrenaline spikes so fast. That's great. <laughs> Maybe I just like being in control so much that I don't like fear because I don't want to be out of control. Maybe. That's a I like being that's out a conversation for my. Counselor. I love being out of control though. Maybe that's why. I don't understand. You love being out of control. Yeah, I love being. Out of See, I would go skydiving. For the per- because it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm out of control. It's like, I'm in the air and I'm still in control. Like, I have the parachute open uh-huh. and I'm controlling. See, I love, I love, and that's why I love being an average leader. Because on average, anything can go wrong. And when stuff goes wrong, that's where I live. You know what I mean? I love when stuff goes wrong. Oh, man, that's my least. Really? See, I, I, I can handle it and I'm fine with it. I just prefer everything to go smoothly. Like, when I was a lifeguard, I would live for the days when something went wrong. And, like, someone got hurt. Not that I want anybody to get hurt. But I just, <laughs> Please drown so I can. I just wanted some excitement. You know, I wanted something to happen. Like, I wanted, like, the mission to fulfill, you know, like, to, to do it. Yeah. Like, to be, like, I don't know, the person that saves them. But, like, this is a situation that's kind of out of control. I got to, like, use my skills to, like, get this done. Yeah, you like being under pressure and seeing what you can do. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. Maybe that's why I like it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I just, like... Like, if I had an outreach and, like, everything went smoothly, I'd be like, you know, that's, that looked great. But I, I just know that that doesn't happen on outreach, so I let go of that desire when I'm on outreach. Yeah. And I just expect it, and so then I'm not, like, once things go haywire like they normally mm-hmm. do, I'm very calm and reacting. And I'm, it's, like, weird. Like, when things go off and they're bad, I'm weirdly, strangely calm. Like, you know, like, you guys know. Most of our listeners know me yeah, personally. And know, you know me personally. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty dramatic person just because I think it's fun to be dramatic mm. like I'll just be loud and make big deals out of nothing but as soon as something actually happens I'm like weirdly even keeled the whole time and I'm just like well yeah, yeah we, gotta, we gotta figure this out don't we? we should probably pray or something and yep. it'll be okay Yeah. and like people are always looking like why are you like one time I thought I lost $2,000 well and oh yeah I remember that yeah and I was like freak- inside my mind like red alarms going off and, like everything's freaking out internally but externally my co-leader was like Hey, remember that time I should like talking about like this fun story, and I was like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then she's like, and I was thinking, she's like, what do you think about? I was like, oh, I just might have lost two thousand dollars, and I don't know how we're gonna pay the boy pet base. And she's like, what? Why are you so <laughs> calm? I was like, I don't know. I just there's not much I can do to the situation right now except probably rely on Jesus. So yeah, I don't see the point in reacting. Cool. <laughs> so to sum up this kind of main topic so far, we I think I agree that we shouldn't celebrate Halloween in any form. Even at churches, even at harvest festivals, especially in our kids. I think my main concern with, like, the kids thing is, like, it starts so innocent with kids. Like, yeah. you take them to the harvest festival. It's cool. Like, they have All fun. they know is they're getting candy. They dress up as a cow or, like, a... Yeah. Uh, the kids look cute. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, they get a ton of candy. They have their friends. It's innocent. All the lights are on. It's not scary. They get a little older. Like, during junior high, they start celebrating at school. And like all this kind of stuff, and they get in high school, they want to go like out trick-or-treating with their friends. Now they're watching horror movies and like going out and getting scared by all these like and kids. Then and then they go to like college that. and become really slutty people. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to press some buttons. No, not, I'm not sorry. extreme. <laughs> no, not extreme. 
That's sorry. definitely a possibility, but it's not, it's not probably. Probably just ruined all the momentum. <laughs> Everyone's mad now. I'm oh, sorry. Um, I don't. I take it back as a joke. Um. Wow. Where was I going? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just. I think it's a slippery slope because kids will start and they're like, "Well, we did this. Like, why can't I go hang out with my friends and like go trick or treating?" It's the same thing. Yeah. We're just going. We're all Christians. Like, why can't I go? It's, you're such like a lame parent. You only go. And then you let them go with their friends. And then their friends aren't Christians, and then they go back home after trick or treating. They're like, "Oh, now we're going to play with the Ouija board." Oh, and now your son's demonically possessed. Yeah, and no you know idea. <laughs> oh, now your son's speaking in Greek, and you have no idea what's going on. His head is spinning around. You know, he's crawling the walls like Spider Man. You've never, <laughs> you, you've never dealt with this, and it's not, not my fault. I told you. stronger than you, and he's throwing you across the room. The only pastor can say is, "I told you so." Yeah. See, guys, these are like real things that could happen. Maybe not the head spinning around. That might kill him. But like. It's possible. I think, like, like I we know people who have seen people floating. I've personally yeah. never seen anyone float. I'm not trying to. I cast a demon as I've seen demon possess people, and then they get taken to a back room, and I don't know what happens to them. I was like 12 years old, bro. This girl, I I, I grew up in Detroit at a church that was like very much into worship. It was amazing. Like the worship at the church was like probably the best worship I've ever experienced in my life. Cool. And like one time we're worshiping, and this girl like her like starting red dots all over her body. And then her eyes were like completely black, and she tried swinging on my pastor. And I was like twelve years old. Swing on whoa! She's like you, and like tried punching him. And I was just like, I was like twelve years old, looking over. I was like, I like took a step away from her, and I was like, okay, <laughs> Jesus, 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 you made the darkness. Except that song wasn't out, but yeah. Like I am a friend of God. <laughs> I am a friend well, of God. Help me. me! She's gonna punch my pastor. <laughs> I'm a friend of God. She's not. <laughs> or like I've seen girls with like people like people. Uh, Going to like convalescence, like seizures, and like the aisle in front of me. I'm like, someone should help her. And like, no <laughs> why, one. Why is no one? I'm like, guys, this is. Hey, and guys, this isn't. This isn't the Holy Spirit. She's having a heart attack, guys. Somebody help her. Oh man, but that's like that's just how I grew up. So like, demonic possession is not like. I'm not scared of it, but it's just like I just I because I grew up seeing it. I just know it's a reality, and I don't yeah. want. And that's the thing, right? Like I don't want, and I don't think any Christian should do anything that might allow an open door for the enemy to attack you in any way. And I think when you purposely subject yourself to fear, mm-hmm. it opens doors that allow the enemy to take control, maybe maybe physically take control, but at least get a foothold in your life to destroy you and the plans that God has for you, right? Yeah. And the Bible says to not let the enemy get a foothold and to like yeah. keep your guard up and to always be like vigilant and, and aware and like mm-hmm. to wear the armor of God. And I just think it, I think celebrating Halloween and watching horror movies and doing things purposely to experience fear just goes against everything God freed you from. Hmm. That's you true. Know? I agree. So I want to like kind of wrap up, read the an Instagram post that I, was the first thing that kind of convinced me to stop celebrating Halloween. Like I was, we had had this conversation before, and yeah. I thought you were a Vegas because. There's no reason to not So before Halloween. you read this comment, let's give the listeners some background. This is like months ago. No, this is a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, this is, well, a month ago. You sent it to me. Yeah, maybe I sent you the post. a month ago. I think you sent me the post. It was you or Caleb. Was. Oh, maybe Caleb. It, was, it might have been Alec. But know. I know we all we used to disagree. Yeah, so I was like, you're a dingus. Like, you don't like most holidays. Like, this one's fine. Like, I think I'm dumb. I like Halloween. Yeah, guys, I hate holidays. I'm not celebrating <laughs> the devil. Like, you just don't like fun. It's like... <laughs> And so, and so he sent me this post, and I started reading it, and it's about Halloween. I was like, this is going to be dumb, but I guess I'll read it anyway. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. And this okay. is the thing that, like, like after I read this post, I was like, oh, guess I'm never celebrating Halloween ever again. Yeah, that's what really got us thinking about it. Yeah, and so this isn't a very long post, but I'll just read it to you. So 
It's by uh, Dale Partridge. Don't know who that is. Um, obviously, Dale. not very famous because it only has five thousand likes. But oh, whatever. Awesome. <laughs> I know some white girls that have more likes than that. Um, so I don't know who this guy is. He has a podcast, but he um, he was sharing an interview on his podcast of a guy named Anton uh, Levy, who is the the founder of the Church of Satan and the author of the Satanic Bible. So pretty pretty big deal in the Satanic world, I would say, right? Like the founder. And so he says this in an interview. He said, this is the leader of the Satanic movement and the Bible, the Satanic Bible. He says, I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night out of the year. Frick. The reality is, Halloween is viewed as a Satanic holiday by Satanists. It originated in the 19th century from the Celtic, or, yeah, from the, no, Celtic um, uh, or Autumn Festival. I kind of doubt it's Celtic. It's a basketball team, dude. <laughs> Can't be Celtic. Um, to honor the dead spirits who control life and nature. For our family, these facts check our hearts regarding October 31st. Ultimately, um, and that was Dale, by the way, down there saying this guy. Um, ultimately, um, Halloween is celebrated is a celebration of darkness and death. This is why our local Home Depot and Target stores are converted into morbid, decaying um, witches and skeletons. In short, it's a season to make children more comfortable with evil, and um, and it is the distortion of God's image. It's a night to elevate nooses and demons and gore um, and violence and fear. So do we celebrate Halloween? No, Dale says. Do we hide in a hole during the fall Halloween season? No. However, we do not shield our children um, from the darkness. Um, we point out its mistakes. Um, we do not t uh, take part in the church's creative attempts to redeem the Satanized holiday or the Satanic holiday, not Satanized holiday. Um, so I just think it's really interesting. Like that that quote from end quote. Yeah, the quote from the well, the whole thing wasn't a quote. I know. I'm just saying. Now we're, we're not reading yeah. anymore. We're not reading anymore. Um, just that the guy that was the leader of the like Satanist movement was like, I'm glad like at least one day a year like kids celebrate Satan. And I was yeah. like, oh frick. Yeah. I was like, I don't want my kids to ever do that, to ever celebrate yeah. Satan in any way. That's like that's terrible. I just imagine like having a little boy and he was like just hanging out with Satan. And like Satan was just like a cool guy to him. And he was just hanging out with him. I was like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. And there's a there's a guy named John Ramirez who was an ex Satanist in New York and he was like the highest ranking warlock slash witch in the city mm -hmm. and like he would he said like by his own admission he would pray to Satan every other night for nine hours a night and like Satan would manifest to him and give him commands on how to run the city and stuff like that and spiritually he was like ahead of head over that and he has a whole testimony about how God saved him basically he was about to go pray for he was about to go pray to Satan and all of a sudden he was transported had this vision of like he was in this like just everything was on fire and he was confused. He's like, what's Whoa. going on? I think that's how I'm remembering correctly because I read his book and watched his, his interview. But then he's like, I guess Satan showed up and was mad at him. He was like, you're leaving me. You're going to leave me. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. And then Jesus, and they had his banter. And then Jesus appeared to him. And he's like, hey, I'm Jesus. I created you. I'm going to come to you and offer you an opportunity to, to follow me. And if you don't, this is where you're going to spend the rest of your life. Whoa. And then he fell out of the trance. And after that, he repented and gave his life to Jesus. That's and crazy. he like faced a lot of spiritual attacks yeah. upon his conversion 
because, what? like he said, he was tormented by demons every night for a month because of, like, he just had a bunch of stuff that I dealt with. And then he was asking God, like, God, why did that happen? He, and I guess God told him, like, uh, I had to, like, see if you were real. Like, like I had to see if you are going to, like, fall back or not. Yeah. And there's, like, this whole, like, he has a crazy testimony. A lot of, I think he's very authoritative in the realm of spirituality and witchcraft because yeah. of his history. Yeah. And he has, like, there's a five-minute video I want to link into our post when we talk about this, mm-hmm. um, about how he, like, he thinks, like, he's like, no Christian should celebrate this. And he's like, he like, gives reasons why, like, mm-hmm. it's a devil's holiday and stuff like that, and like, witchcraft. Yeah. And so I want to put that in the link on uh, Facebook and Instagram when we post about this episode. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's concerning. You shouldn't do it. I think there's other ways, and I think that I don't think it's what God wants for his people. Yeah, there's no reason to celebrate it besides you want to miss out or, like, you want candy or you just have FOMO or something like that. There's right. No reason. And, yeah, at the end of the day, like, you have to count the cost, right? Like, it's very, it's okay if you following Jesus causes you to miss out on a fun evening with your friends. Yeah. You know? Like, Jesus hung on the cross not so we could mm-hmm. just justify away why we do things emotionally, you know? Yeah. And... Man, like, Jesus just has so much more for us. Jesus has so much more in store for you. And it's okay if you have to give up one day, one evening, one few hours of your year to celebrate fear. Like, God has so much more in store for you. Yeah. But you have to be serious about following him. Yeah. You know, you have to take your relationship with God seriously. And, man, God's just going to fulfill you so much more than one evening will. Yeah. And I think once you sacrifice that, God will see that, and he'll show up. Yeah, absolutely. So. Cool. Time to get you our jail. Yeah, and yeah, we, we guys, we know this is like a topic people don't want to talk about. Thanks for listening and hearing us out. Let yeah. us know if you agree or not. If you don't what agree, do you I'm sorry. Stop worshiping Satan. If you don't agree, it's okay. I used to be wrong too. <laughs> now a, I'm never wrong anymore. Such it's a it's been great thing to say. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to our our final section: the jokes. Now we're getting out of mood. All right. A less of a less of an emotional triggering time and more of an uplifting time. Sure. <laughs> I think jokes are uplifting. Yeah. Mine might be a little bit morbid, but oh no, it's not too morbid. Mine's kind of morbid too. Oh yes. Terrible. <laughs> okay, I don't think mine's the best, so I want to go first because I want okay. the listeners okay. to leave with a funny joke. Okay, mine's not great either. So. Okay, well we'll see. Okay, so the doctor said to the patient, "I'm sorry." But you're suffering from a terminal illness, and you only have ten to live. The patient replies, what do you mean, ten? Ten what, months, weeks? And the doctor replies, nine. nine. <laughs> I love that joke. I don't know what you're talking about, but it's a great joke. I've never heard that. Really? Yeah. You've really never heard that joke? I read it about an hour and 45 minutes ago. Nine. Eight. <laughs> it's so what great. are you saying? What? <laughs> That's great. Okay, my joke. A young lawyer is working late one night when his door opens and in walks Satan himself. <laughs> I have an offer, says Satan. If you give me your soul and the soul of everyone in your family, I'll make you a full partner at your firm. The lawyer stares icily at the devil for a full minute before demanding, so what's the catch? Did you get it? No. No. <laughs> Satan's like, you have to give me your soul and the soul of all your family. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's like, so what's the catch? He's like, what am I actually going up here? So messed up. Because lawyers don't have souls. And he doesn't have a family because he's a lawyer. That's, so, that's actually really good. 
disappointed myself for not getting that. It was such an awkward silence. That was <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a so second. Awkward. I know I should know this. <laughs> I should be laughing right now. Why am I laughing? Pretty crazy. Well, we made it to an hour and a half again. All right. I don't know how we do this so well every time. God provides. We're so good at it. We're really good Such at it. a cocky state. We're just really good at this now. I'm weirdly like... I'm very slow to ever tell myself I'm good at something because I always don't want it to be interpreted as pride. We're okay at this now. Look, we... It's passing now. <laughs> so, you guys get a little nugget. So what we did when we were testing the recording is that accidentally had our editing software zoomed in really close to, like, the tracking of our voices. So... It's like milliseconds, and it's tracking, so it looks like it's just running really fast across the screen. It's great. That probably means nothing to you guys, actually. It's like when you record something, or if you've never recorded anything, it's like in a TV show when you see the heartbeat kind of symbol going up and down. Yeah. It's like that. Usually it's very slow because we haven't zoomed very far out. When we zoom all the way in, it's just like Speed Racer. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog just going super fast. It looks fast. like Flash because the, the, the column is red, too, so it's just like Flash is going through the Anyways, that's so dumb. Yeah, we've been talking two minutes about nonsense. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. We love you so much. Thanks so much. If we upset you, sorry. Yep. Uh, we love you. We're the body of Christ. Stay unified. Yep. Uh, don't major on the minors. Major on the majors. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Have a great week. We got big surprises coming next week. Yes, we do. It's going to be awesome. We love you guys. Adios, amigos. Bye.